And it's that time again. Well, some new shows to watch. Hellraiser Reboot with a Woman? Never really liked horror movies in general, but there are some that sort of stick around. McDonald's and fast food. Um, do you care if they're raising prices? Working on a few blog posts and the Delta reading. Tuesday, October 11th, 2022. I'm Stephen Sersky. Thanks for joining me. This here is my uh, Daily Audio Digest, published Monday to Friday, and I uh, post all the archives up on my website, stephensersky.com. And if you'd like to join me uh, a little bit uh, on, uh, actually, I have a newsletter. I just launched this uh, last weekend. I think it was on Substack. You can go over to stephensersky.substack.com. That's where my newsletter is now. The idea with that one is to actually, I've been thinking about this. It's a little bit more of a rejuvenation of my writing attempts uh, because I haven't been writing very much. I haven't been blogging very much. Opting instead, choosing instead to do this uh, written or this spoke, spoken form instead. And I also live broadcast these uh, audio blogs if you want to have a good laugh or uh, join me on the, on the YouTube. Uh, you can join me on my main channel, although I am in the process of moving my digest, this, this podcast, over to a, a, its own channel just to keep things separate uh, from, uh, from each other. But yeah, uh, stevensersky.com is where you'll find the, the main archive for a lot of these things. And then, yes, I do have a newsletter. I'm thinking I want to do it once a month. I want to send it out once a month. It might be twice. Um, I'm not sure. It's something I'm playing around with the idea. Yes, I probably should have started a newsletter years ago, but uh, just signed up for Substack like this past weekend. And what do I do? Well, I am uh, in the ESL industry, which I know turns off a lot of people from um, (laughs) talking to me or to people of my ilk. Uh, But uh, I live here in Beijing, China, and this uh, been here for the last uh, seven or eight years. But this uh, this podcast and a lot of the stuff I do. Uh, talks about some of the expat stuff that goes on here, what it's like to live in China, and then also some of the things that keep me busy. Notably, um, studying Chinese. Uh, I'm also working on the uh, the Delta, uh, which is like a diploma for English teachers, basically. Uh, but also some of the other um, projects that happen here in Beijing as well. So a lot of uh, creative stuff, a lot of arts stuff, music and movies and stuff like that. So uh, thanks for joining me on this one. New shows to watch. Yes, uh, I guess, what is it, October already, end of Canadian Thanksgiving, and uh, new seasons starting all over the place. Not sure about you and your growing up with uh, the TV box, but um, September, and then October especially, it was, it was for, uh, usually, it was September 1st for a long time, not September 1st, like the month month of September, for a long time, marked the beginning of the new TV season tv series season then it got pushed back to october and then in like in the last decade or so it's all over the place new shows are starting and ending all times of the year they only run for six episodes uh, which to tell you the truth some of the, the tv shows that run for six episodes are probably some of the better ones and i'm thinking like you know chernobyl uh, Ricky Gervais's work, uh, not just with Afterlife, but the the original Office was only six episodes. Hilarious stuff. Now the American version also very funny. Um, so some of the the shorter runs of TV shows seem to be I don't know a little bit tighter, a little bit better. I think of also Brooklyn Nine Nine. That was a funny show that I remember watching quite a bit of. Um, I know it's not like the uh, 
the old days, the late uh, 80s, early 90s, Star Trek Next Generation, Star Trek Deep Space Nine, um, Cheers, Seinfeld, uh, Frasier, if you remember those. I mean, MASH was the other one was sort of a, a long-running show. How long did MASH run for? Good question. I actually can't remember. I know my mom watched it quite a bit, uh, but uh, that was sort of like parents' generation. Nowadays, like uh, with Family Guy, this one has just started up again. I think they do 21 episodes per season. Simpsons, haven't watched it in a long time. Don't care, have no intention to. Simpsons is a lot gentler humor than Family Guy, for sure. And people who've watched Family Guy say, I should probably also look into, uh, uh, not just uh, American Dad. The Orville is also done by the same guy. Uh, but, um, was it... Uh, that uh, something in oh goodness it's on the tip of my tongue i'll remember it later on it's uh not ren and stimpy ren and stimpy is way before this uh it's another one goodness me i can't remember anyway another tv show i don't watch too many tv shows i don't have much time to watch them uh but i did uh finally find these uh family guy has started again uh, i also see that there's a new hellraiser reboot Honestly, I don't think I've actually ever seen the original Hellraiser with Pinhead. I know the idea, like the whole concept, but uh, that one and the one, the uh, the TV show, or no, it's the movie that's, they're here, that one, which, uh, not Paranormal Activity, that's way later. Oh, goodness, boy, and yet I claim to try to make movies every now and then, right? You know the ones I'm talking about. They're in long-standing uh, public um, mind, memory sort of thing. Uh, they, uh, Since it is October, I guess horror movies and all the sort of Halloween stuff comes to the fore at this time. In China, not a big deal. I mean, it, it, the, the big deal. <laughs> the big deal in China right now in, in October is the National Day break, which just ended, and the Congress. That's going to happen uh, starting... I guess, this week uh, at some point. So uh, there's a new election happening uh, that, that votes are being cast and everything. That's the big news here in China. Halloween, distant thought, to tell you the truth. Uh, all the candies and stuff like that. Now you grew up with uh, trick-or-treating. Not so much. You can't really find a lot of them uh, here in, in China at all. So, uh, yeah. Uh, and the weather is still... Although it's getting cooler outside, it's not like... Halloween weather it is what what I remember it to be in Canada where it's like is it going to snow is it not going to snow do we wear our parkas or not sort of thing um, is it safe to walk down the streets because it's, you're going to slip or hurt yourself or um, you know that sort of thing uh, other than that uh, so I, I, I finally watched the first couple of episodes of uh, the new season of Family Guy Hellraiser I'm going to find the original uh, I think it's on YouTube as well I think you can find it there I should probably watch it already. Have you ever watched the original Wolfman, uh, the original original Dracula, uh, Frankenstein? Like those are some of the the classic movies, and kind of how cheesy they are. Although the Wolfman was uh, sort of one of the the forebears of that CG, that transition of showing someone change shape. On screen, I, I don't think it'd be done very much before the Wolfman, you know, where a guy turns into a wolf on screen with a bunch of dissolve cuts, basic transitions, that's it. Um, and then later on, the next big werewolf movie, 
Uh, it wasn't Silver Bullet, which is based on Stephen King's um, Cycle of the Werewolf novel. Uh, I think it was an American werewolf in Paris. I think that was the next one where they, they actually had prosthetics growing on screen, and that was sort of the next big jump in werewolf movies, as far as I remember, as, as far as I can tell the, the history of werewolf movies. I'm not a big fan of horror movies, like especially like the, the schlock horror stuff. I don't care for it. I think, uh, and especially as I, I, I've grown older and traveled a lot more, I think there's a whole lot, there's too much horror as it is, and I much prefer the comedy stuff than anything else. Um, so that's why I kind of gravitate towards things like Family Guy uh, and uh, even Cyanide and Happiness. That's another uh, comic strip and <laughs> shorts that I, I watch on YouTube. Um, not It's dark humor, right? Uh, very, very dark humor, some of it. I, I, why do I find it funny? I guess because it's just so obscene. It's so obscene and it's so blatantly pointing a finger at something that you can't help but laugh because you're like, yeah, that that is kind of true. Uh, although you kind of hope that most people aren't like that, right? That's kind of... Well, yeah, these things do happen, and you know, you always hear about it happening to someone, somewhere, something over there, but you never expect those sort of really weird, dark humor type things to happen to you. Um, I, I mean, I can't, I can't even ex think of an example of because um, you don't want to think of these things. You don't. They're basically they're poking fun of things that you don't want to happen to anyone ever. But you you read the news every now and then. Sure enough, you know, someone gets their um, PP cotton something that they shouldn't that most people wouldn't think of using uh, or maybe um, someone meets another person and uh, things don't go as planned and uh, all of a sudden they're a different headline right of course I'm being generic because <laughs> trying to keep it a little bit PC here I've been going on about the Ukrainian war over the last couple of weeks and I think uh, people are getting a little bit tired of me talking about that uh, not that not that these places actually make fun of war too much although family guy does family guy does make some uh take some shots at quite a few different historical interpretations of uh what war is and what's happened so yeah dark humor i know it's not for everybody um <laughs> some of it's funny some of it's kind of like Aish, really in 20 years what do you think these animated shows especially like family guy you think they're going to be considered classic like keep in mind simpsons is 30 years south park 30 years and south park south park is even worse than family guy i can't watch south park i don't think it's funny anymore it's too much too much uh the early few seasons were kind of funny um but then they just went it says they were trying to be offensive whereas family guy is trying to uh sort of show you know cast a little bit of light on um how things are even though we like them not to be that way sort of thing one show I did find, and this one was, I was actually a little bit, I don't want to say shocked, but surprised they went the route that they did, and pleasantly surprised that it works. Casting a black guy as Louis the Vampire in Interview with the Vampire? Yeah. When you read the book, when you read the book, if you've ever read the book, Anne Rice's Interview with the Vampire, this is written back in 1976. We're talking like this thing is 
40, over 40 years old, 46 years old at this point. Eesh, geezers, right? Remember the movie from 1994, Interview with the Vampire, Interview with the Vampire, with uh, uh, Christian Slater and um, Tom Cruise? You know, a lot of people said it was cheesy. Some people said it wasn't. Some I like the movie because Guns N' Roses uh, did a cover version of Sympathy for the Devil. Fantastic. Probably one of the, the songs, one of the few cover songs ever to actually be better than the original. The original having been done by Rolling Stones. So I found this uh, interview with the vampire new TV series. In a, uh, is it HBO? Who's writing this? I don't know who's doing this one. And although there's a little... They play up the the sort of man-on-man homosexuality just a little bit much um, for my liking and for my interpretation and remembrance of what the book was like. I It actually, not just the homosexuality, but the the story, the casting, it works. I've only watched the first episode. I think there's only two episodes available so far. But it's a lot more gritty than the uh the the 1994 movie adaptation um it's i mean there's a lot more swears so i mean kind of it kind of it really does take things down to it's like the dark knight grittiness but with like the sopranos and uh rome uh sort of street talk sort of thing that goes on uh so in, in that case it actually works very well especially when you look at they cast a black guy as uh, Louis, the vampire, giving him this sort of depth of character wherein if it was a black guy at that time facing the circumstances that he was in, what choice would he make? And, I mean, you can see, as you see the story sort of unfold, um, yeah, so so far, actually kind of impressed with the, uh, the, the the series, with at least the first episode. Haven't got to the second episode yet. Who knows? Maybe, maybe they'll say this is shit and it's, uh, they should just go back to the, I don't know, how, what would be the original, right? Uh, but Anne Rice, so she's uh, she wrote that, uh, she wrote a whole series of books based on the vampire Lestat. Um, of course, my remembrance is 1994 version with uh, the Guns N' Roses soundtrack, uh, Sympathy for the Devil, which they've never played live. I thought they would play it in Hong Kong years ago. They didn't. Too bad. Anyway, if you have a chance, uh, interview with the vampire, the the new series reboot. That's the one. Now this Hellraiser one, this Hellraiser movie, uh, is has been rebooted with a woman as Pinhead. I've never seen the original. I probably should. I might try to find it. And I I I don't know. It's forty years old already. So they've made multiple uh, sequels, all of which I think are variations of the same theme. Not sure if they're any good. Haven't really seen any of them, to tell you the truth. Uh, again, not really interested too much in the horror stories. Unless it's like like religious horror. Religious horror seems to uh, attract me a little bit more. Like uh, Paranormal Activity. Um, there's a few. Uh, like Ringu, the Japanese version of like the, the ring and stuff like that. I know that's not too religious. But uh, things like that were sort of... If there's ever a Latin incantation, that seems to be a little bit more like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll have a look at that. Uh, what's it... Um, the famous one, uh, The Exorcist. So that one's good. Exorcist, the sequels, well, they are what they are, but the, the first one for sure, uh, very kind of shocking. And then Rosemary's Baby, actually, that book was very good, to tell you the truth, uh, to, to read the book. Watching the movie was 
I think they could redo it, to tell you the truth. Uh, but the book was also uh, actually very interesting uh, to read. Anyway, this McDonald's thing, uh, moving on to a happier subject. McDonald's, so this came up actually because um, the whole argument about inflation uh, and uh, with a lot of people I know moving back uh, to their homelands, uh, the idea of inflation has actually come up. Like how much do things actually cost? And one thing, uh, read this news article that uh, McDonald's has had to increase its prices or if they keep the prices the same, it's not just McDonald's, it's Burger King, KFC, all these guys, um, that they, if they keep the price the same, they just lessen the amount of food or materials that they give you. So instead of getting a 10-piece chicken and nugget, chicken nuggets, you get eight, basically, right? So same price, but the nuggets are smaller and there's not as many. So uh, that's inflation by another, uh, they call it shrinkflation. So it's not actual inflation. You're not paying anything more per piece necessarily, but you're, but you are because you're getting fewer, but for the same price. So you are actually paying more for the same piece per piece. It's just that they haven't changed the sticker price on the the menu. Uh, Do you guys care? Do you guys eat fast food very much? Uh, I mean, I was thinking about getting uh, McDonald's this morning and then, uh, I'm looking at this going, you know, there's the environmental concern and the packaging. The The guy has to come over here, and I'm not sure if I really want to deal with that either. Uh, and I was like, I could just make bacon and eggs myself. And so I, I ended up doing that, uh, thinking, you know, why not? But I know there is a certain quality to McDonald's food, to this fast food that you, you can't replicate at home for good reason because – the stuff you make at home, you actually know what you're putting into it and where well, most of those ingredients have been. I mean, obviously, you don't know exactly where the, the eggs have come from or you, there's only so much you can research the bacon before it's kind of like, all right, you give up. You just kind of you got to take your chances sort of thing. Uh, but the, the oils and the, the, you know, the storage of the food and where the, the factories are for McDonald's and other fast food joints, I mean, it gives it a certain quality. Let's put it that way. Honestly, most times when I think about having McDonald's or any sort of fast food, uh, either for breakfast or later on, I actually just go Chinese instead. I'm like, because I'm in China, I can't. I won't. I'll be able to get McDonald's anywhere around the world. Uh, there's sometimes I'll probably have to because of other suitable options. Uh, but Chinese food, like uh, the Chinese breakfast or a Chinese dinner, I've been having uh, lots of tang su ji lately. That's uh, sweet and sour pork. Uh, again, if I'm going to choose something like that, I'll, I'll choose the local flavors more than the uh, the international um, internationally recognized brands, basically. Uh, been working on a few writings. Finally had time to sit down and uh, put some words down onto the blog. Again, I have started a newsletter. Uh, if you want to head over to stephensersky.substack.com, that is where I'm uh, publishing my newsletter. I've only published the one post um, on the weekend. The idea being that this is actually, it's, since it's a lot easier way to sort of create a newsletter, far easier than MailChimp uh, is or was, um, now I'm actually looking to probably do this, I'm thinking maybe two, uh, once every two weeks might be a good idea. I don't know why. Uh, I was thinking once a month because I don't want to overload people's um, email boxes and stuff like that. And I'm thinking I also don't want to commit that much time to creating every month like that. Every two weeks becomes a lot more work than just once a month. But 
and I was thinking at at the same time I was thinking that this would be a substantial piece of writing. Like so, if you almost like almost if you if you were to print out this newsletter, it would be almost a short booklet to read, sort of thing. Like that is that sort of amount of content per month, all of it being sort of like the best of uh, some of the things that I've written, seen, produced over the last month. Some things to think about. Uh, along those lines and of course this one's going to be for free because i mean a lot of the stuff i mean it's just about my life and some of the things that i do here in china and whatever i'm doing around wherever i am um other than that today i did spend some time uh reading for the delta i know i'm pushing up against the i'm over the 20 minutes already doing this delta stuff i will talk a little bit more about this uh, tomorrow because uh, some interesting points have popped up about uh, uh english testing uh, or, or testing in general, standardized testing, um, and then also dealing with uh, grammar points and how to be able to teach grammar or instruct people about how to use proper grammar and what is proper grammar. It's a very good question. I mean, it's um, grammar is changing. English is a living language. It's a fluid language. Uh, it's very accepting of other um, words and constructs constructs from around the world uh from different languages and uh, pronunciations and everything so um you know what what is it that uh is sort of the standard measure that we go by i think that's a conversation for another day because there, there, i did go through quite a bit of it today uh and there's a lot more that i have to get through <laughs> i'm on what week number six already and the test the exam i've been told is december 7th so we're we're now two months away officially from hopefully finishing module one of the uh the delta three-parter which hopefully by this time next year i'll be uh, done the whole thing but anyway all right folks i'm gonna leave it there thanks for listening i appreciate it uh show notes and tracks up on my website stevensersky.com and of course uh stevensersky.substack.com is where you can find the new newsletter you can sign up there it's free it's free access uh and you can look forward to that uh maybe at least once once a month if not twice a month all right thanks folks again we will talk again have a good one bye bye